0: Hey, so I want to start this week with a sort of embarrassing story that I think about occasionally and try to use to make myself act better. A couple of years ago, I was in business school, and a friend of mine organized a trip a sailing trip. He had grown up sailing and the idea was a group of us would rent a sailboat and sail around for a couple weeks in um, the Caribbean. So we did this and he was very experienced and I, I don't think, at least I can't remember that I had ever been on a sailboat before. I think there were maybe eight of us on the boat, and one of the other people on the boat in particular, it's very illustrative to look at his behavior versus mine. I was very uncertain, maybe, is the word. I was very scared, I guess, of helping do the sailing techniques that I don't even know the words for because I thought I would get them wrong. My ignorance, my incompetence would be revealed. I would be shamed. I would look silly. This other person was much more extroverted. He was much more curious. He was much more enthusiastic. And although I don't think he knew any more than I did about sailing when we started, He threw himself into learning. He threw himself into trying to help. And so as I shrank, as I sort of huddled down and avoided responsibility, avoided doing things outside of my comfort zone, he did those things enthusiastically. Badly to start, but then over time much better, much more competently. And so... His experience was much better than my experience. By the end, he felt comfortable on the boat, and I was still huddled in the corner reading, feeling embarrassed and ashamed that I couldn't help out more and that if I did try to help out, I'd probably do a bad job. And so that experience obviously has stuck with me for a long time. And it, it's one of the reasons I, I started this podcast, because I know that I'm doing a bad job. Um, you know, my thoughts aren't as well organized as I was I would like. My voice is silly, and the topics probably probably aren't that interesting to a lot of people. But I'm trying to get better at steering towards the fear. I'm trying to get better at deliberately being bad at something, because... Anytime you do something new, at the beginning, you're going to suck. And if you're not willing to look silly, if you're not willing to fail, then you'll never get good. So what does this have to do with karma? Well, I think at a very simple level, believing in karma means believing that what you do matters. That that your actions matter. And this is a very scary idea because it means that you have responsibility. In a sense, it's the opposite of nihilism, which is a philosophy of despair, but it's also a very comforting philosophy because if nothing matters, then nothing you do matters. You don't have to worry about what you do. You can do anything and it will have no consequences. In short, I think we all have a choice between whether or not our actions matter or we're sort of just prey to a indifferent universe that is beyond our ken or beyond our ability to understand. Either you believe you have agency or you think you're a victim of these all-powerful forces that you can barely understand, but certainly can't challenge or escape from. And I think the path of agency is the healthy path, and the path of victimhood is the unhealthy path. I think the path of agency is the path of purposeful struggle, of deliberate suffering in in the quest to become your better self, In in, in the struggle to improve and to get better at things. And then the path of victimhood, I think, leads to fear, it leads to resentment, it leads to atrophying, it leads to getting weaker, while the path of agency makes us stronger. And, you know, I can almost predict I think some of the criticisms of this, at least, you know, I think I can. People often hear the approach of agency and they say, Oh, well, that's unrealistic. You're just, you're mocking, you're mocking the actual ability of people to improve their lives. You want them to pull themselves up by their bootstraps or you're speaking from a position of privilege that other people don't have. And, and part of me says, That may be true, but it may also not be relevant. I think even if we don't have as much power over our own lives and over what we can become as we think, we still have to choose the path of agency. We still have to choose the path that says, I can change my own life, that I can make myself better. That I am going to work to make the right sacrifices to the universe. That I am not going to be dismissive of my own potential and my own consciousness. I'm going to struggle. I may not win the fight. The fight may be hopelessly stacked against me, but it's healthier for me to fight it as though I can actually make a difference than to simply give up and blame the universe. And again, I talked about this a couple times before, but I'm going to say it again. This proactive approach seems to be very important for mental health. Our brain seems to have evolved to want us to be proactive and voluntarily approach risk and danger And things that might hurt us, but that might also help us and make us stronger at the same time. So at some level, it's almost irrelevant to me whether or not there's a God or whether karma actually exists. I just find in my own life that if I act as though karma is real, that if I do the right things, the universe will respond positively. It helps me mentally and it helps me become a better person. Perhaps even more tellingly, I feel that whenever I do something wrong, when I'm dismissive or I'm incurious or I'm cruel, the universe slaps me in the back of the head almost immediately as though to say, you messed up and here is the cost of your failure. And and that makes this approach this philosophy very uncomfortable because the initial response to things going wrong always has to be I made the mistake it's my fault I'm inadequate I am not living up to my potential it would be so much easier to go the other direction and say it's their fault it's the fault of the system it's the fault of this group it's the fault of an uncaring universe but the only person that we have control over is ourselves, and so if we if we abandon our own responsibility, we leave our destiny in the hands of something we have no control over. And I think that leads to, to nihilism, to despair. The alternative is painful, it's taking responsibility for our own lives, and that is a very difficult, constantly uncertain mountain to climb. How do I have to change? What about me has to be destroyed so that I can get better at doing this? How can I improve? How can I change? How can I destroy the ego so that I treat people better, so that I interact with the world more cleanly? Anyways, I'm going to be releasing X.2 which is it's a very difficult topic and it, it was a very painful topic for me to talk about and it was a very emotional topic and so I don't want to make it a normal podcast I sort of want to say look these are some dark waters And if you want to listen to it, that's fine. If you want to skip it, I don't think that's a problem either. It's going to be a discussion of Malthus and some of the ripple effects that his philosophy has had on the world. Again, if if you don't want to hear some really painful stories, I would skip that one. Anyways, I have to go, but I'll catch you later.